Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, we have an outstanding 90 minutes set up for you. I mean, we're going to be talking about Sonic Frontiers. And folks, if you haven't played it, please take the time to check this game out. It is probably one of the best games to come along for Sonic in what seems like generations. Uh, we're going to be talking about a Pentiment. Wow, talk about waking up to some good news for Josh Sawyer and that team. I mean, it's getting tens, folks. Uh, it's getting tens across the board. It is sitting at a high, almost a 90 meta currently on Metacritic. Um, listen, uh, again, not, maybe not a game for you, uh, but it is going into Game Pass day and date, and you might want to definitely check that out. Let me just move this footage a little forward over here. Yeah, here we go. Okay, there we go. Um, uh, listen, if you don't know, Vampire Survivor, uh, probably one of the best games of the year. Uh, this is a 2D pixel art uh, game uh, that has uh, stolen the hearts and minds of everyone. In fact, you know what? There's, there's a problem with my footage. I'm going to Remove that. You're going to see us in the middle of the screen as I put it uh, back on. But let's get into the introductions first. Web Dave, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Doing really good and ready for today's topics. Uh, all sorts of good stuff to talk about today. And I think we all have some really good opinions on uh, what has transpired. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, uh, we have some big opinions. Uh, actually, something happened over the weekend uh, that uh, made the EU uh, Commission kind of look like boobs. Uh, and unfortunately, that is something that we're going to get into. Let me see if I can get this footage rolling. Okay, here it is. Hold on just a second. Let me just bring this back. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're going we're gonna to get into it. Unfortunately, uh, some serious bias was displayed uh, over the weekend. Uh, one of the representatives of the EU Commission... Uh, got curb checked by his own people, um, and uh, it's uh, he had to he had to uh, uh, put out a rebuttal for what he had said. We're going to get into exactly what he said, but we're going to get into what the EU Commission actually had to say about him. Uh, I'm going to say this: I was embarrassed for him, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but you know what? It's funny. I was listening to. Um, Living split screen this weekend, and apparently uh, this week there is some information that's going to be put out there by Microsoft regarding uh, Call of Duty specifically on PlayStation and other platforms. Uh, that came the way of uh, Pong Soul, who obviously is is, a, is a, not only a panel member on the Xbox Factor podcast, but he is one of the co-hosts of that program that's live Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that information is was put out there by Tom Warren, uh, beat writer of The Verge. Uh, so he had made mention that this uh, this new information regarding this particular uh, situation will be uh, potentially uh, put out there this week. So look out for that. And if, if it does launch, you can imagine that we're going to be covering it live for you here on the air. Um, but listen... Uh, let's let's uh, let's welcome in Crazy Lou Gaming. Uh, first of all, I don't know what's going on with my footage. The game does not do this. Uh, I have to change this again. I I apologize for the ridiculousness of having to change this. But uh, Crazy Lou Gaming, how are you feeling, brother? Welcome. 
Man, I'm feeling excellent and happy to join you guys this week. I mean, we got a bunch of stuff going on this week, and it's been an amazing, fantastic week. Three awesome games coming out, man. Just everything just been great. It's been awesome. Happy to be here and joining you guys on this awesome conversation of today. Yeah, brother, it's great. It's great to have you here. Uh, and uh, I, again, I, I can't wait to hear your particular uh, opinions about what's actually going on. Um, but listen. Over that, sorry about that. Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Oh, I'm doing great, and man, just having fun in Photoshop, putting uh, PlayStation caps on on uh, uh, Sony fanboys, <laughs> whether they uh, work for the commission or not, or or at least work in the building. Maybe not on the committee, but you know, you know how that goes. But uh, yeah, some interesting, funny stuff over this weekend, and so much great gaming going on between you know God of War dropping. Uh, you know, vampire survivors out there just basically, you know, captivating everybody's attention. It's it's that that crack cocaine, I guess you could say, in the video game type of deal. But uh, yeah, man, just having fun. Great to be here with you guys. And man, can't wait to get into these topics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So let, 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 let's break down what, what, what we can consider breaking news. Uh, it was put out there by Cloverreal, obviously, uh, Xbox Insider. Uh, man of the town, if you will. Uh, the Pentiment reviews have gone live, ladies and gentlemen. This game, obviously, is from Josh Scheuer and the team over at Obsidian Games. And this has been called, what they're saying, a passion project. Well, the passion project apparently has hit pay dirt. Uh, this is a game that, when I first saw it, did not immediately jump off the page. But though the artwork uh, did intrigue me. Uh, it is a game... Uh, I it, actually didn't know what kind of a game it was. So now that it's going to be going into Xbox Game Pass, you'd imagine that I'm going to have to give it a try just based on the uh, critical review that it has gotten. And these are some of those reviews, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, IGN gives it a 10 out of 10. Uh, EGM gives it a 5 out of 5. VG247 gives it a 5 out of 5. Windows Central gives it a 5 out of 5. Dextro Gives it a 5 out of 5. God is Geek, 9 out of 10. Gaming Trend, 90 out of 100. Games Radar, 4.5 out of uh, out of 5. Xbox Era gives it an 8.7 out of 10. Survivor gives it an 8 out of 10. And VGC gives it 4 out of 5. Uh, this is great to see uh, because obviously it's one of the bigger games uh, for, uh, um, you know, for, uh, you know, for Xbox First Party. Um, and uh, listen, we are uh, excited to talk about this. I want to go first to Web Dave on this. Web Dave, this is a game that uh, came out. It was announced at, of course, E3. A lot of people were a bit taken aback on it. Uh, Mag, you know, the, the middle-aged gamer guy, if you remember. Um, oh, yes. Uh, he yelled, oh, no, live on the air. And now because of the reviews, <laughs> he's going to have to get out there. And he's going to have to do the voiceover for these characters. I don't think he wanted that, but that's what he's going to do. Um, I can't wait for that, dude. I can't wait for that either. Uh, first of all, folks, I just want to apologize. Something's wrong with my PC when it, com when it comes to push uh, uh, putting the footage out there. So we're just going to be live on the air for you until I can figure it out. Um, but listen, talk about it, Dave. Uh, what what is, what is your thoughts on the highly reviewed Pentiment by Obsidian Games? Well, when it, when we first saw it, like like Mag's response, it was like you know what, <laughs> you know it looked like real simplistic. It looked like you know I don't I don't think I'm gonna want to play this, 
but it's definitely intriguing. And, and from what we've seen of it so far, and then now the early reviews, it looks, um, you know, it's definitely something I'm going to try. I mean, it's in Game Pass, so, you know, it's not going to cost me anything extra. So why not give it a shot and, you know, give it a try? And, and you know, the team that, that makes it, I mean, that, you know, that company is really good at doing some really fantastic games. So, I mean, I'm sure even if it's not a quote-unquote triple-A title, it's still probably going to be something that's entertaining, fun, and, uh, you know, and enjoyable to play. So um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely give it a, a, sh- a chance, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I think Somerville comes out tomorrow. Excited yes. for that. Yes. Yep. Or later on yeah. today, maybe, something like that. I, th- I think I think it is tomorrow. I think you are correct in saying so. Somerville, uh, same same folks that made Inside. If you're a fan of that type of genre, you're going to dig this game. Looks gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, um, I, I didn't I didn't know what to expect from Pentiment. I'm very very happy that it's hitting with reviewers. Uh, I hope that it hits with players as well. Uh, it is, of course, one of the bigger, even though it's a small indie title, considered by how many people actually made it. It is by a big AAA studio in Obsidian. Josh Sawyer has yet to miss with his story writing, and apparently he hasn't missed again, which is great to see. Um, it's one of the it's one of the years, and it's and it's 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 glit. I'm I'm very happy to see that it is getting its its flowers, so to speak, simply because you know this has been a down year for Xbox first party. Like a lot of people uh, walked away disappointed. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, PTK Blam actually put out a poll this morning that I uh, that I was happy to retweet and put out there for everyone where he asked about Game Pass specifically A, B, C, or D. I gave it an A, uh, and that's my opinion. I think that uh, what they have delivered this year uh, has been outstanding. Uh, and, and, and mind you, this is without the, the quote-unquote bangers, as the kids say. Uh, th- it's pretty crazy that they could have hit the way they hit with second and third party, I mean, some of the games that were in there are just absolutely amazing. But I want to keep the I want to keep the spotlight on and on Pentiment. Uh, the game is going to be live for us to download tomorrow, I believe. Uh, I want to go first to Crazy Lou. Crazy Lou, what, what what are your thoughts on this game? I mean, when I first saw it, I was just like you guys saying, like, eh, "This looks weird." I mean, I was like, "Is this the game?" You know, I was like, "Eh." I saw it. I was like, Mm-mm. "But then, you know." I kept on watching footage about it and stuff like that. I said, hmm, this looks interesting. Let's see how it's going to go and that's and how it's going to come out. And, yes, I'm really happy that I actually got a 10. I mean, I, I saw the IGN review, and it talked about on, on how it, the music plays, the background, everything, the detail about that game. is just freaking amazing. And it's all set on that time, on the medieval time. So, yes, man, I mean, right now, I'm happy, I am excited, and I just cannot wait to just grab it and play it. It's going to be such an awesome game, especially since it got a 10. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. shout out to KC in the chat. It says, it was the year for the little guy to shine. And yes, yes. that's very true. Sure. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, Vampire Survivors, uh, you're going to get some footage in a second. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give the mic over to Fuzzy. Fuzzy, I'm going to jump <laughs> out uh, and reset my pewter, uh, see if I can get this footage rolling. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that at the end of the year, smaller games like Pentiment, smaller games like Vampire Survivors, uh, they're going to be in the game of the year talk. And I love that for the fact that small games made by a small team have as much relevance as something as great as God of War or Sonic or, um, you know, A Plague's Tale. There's so many great games that have released this year mm-hmm. uh, that the fact that uh, an 8-bit old school 
classic looking title could take on and envelop the community. I mean, listen, again, this is not a, a slight on God of War at all. God of War is a masterpiece. There's no, there's no denying that. The fact of the matter is that no one is talking about God of War. And that's what's crazy. People are talking about Vampire Survivors. And that is an, an 8-bit old-school style game that took Castlevania, took the gauntlet-level uh, design, and turned it on its ear and that's that's all i want to play like every you know, i don't know about you if, if you if you played it you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. you play one game you die and you're immediately racing to jump back in because you want to get more loot you want to level up you want you want to do different things you want to try different levels it is it's astoundingly great but uh go ahead talk about it brother and i'll be right back yeah as far as with penman i i kind of knew when um they mentioned josh Sawyer was the main uh you know, producer behind this uh, smaller project, that this was going to be a game that that would receive or be critically acclaimed because of his pedigree as far as a lot of the titles that he's worked on in the past. And yeah, the art style might not be for everyone, but given the time period, it has that similar art style, kind of like, um, I, I forget the... Uh, uh, the other like night fighting game where the maps and things like that still had that that almost like watercolor uh, from that time period type of look to it. But I'm I'm anxious to play it. I, I can't wait until well I haven't done the pre download because I'm running low on space between my ex, uh, expansion card and internal. But um, I don't think this is going to take up that much space. But I gotta rearrange some things to make some room for it. But I'm glad to see that it's getting, uh, you know, good reviews and can't wait to dive into it. I mean, Game Pass has been, you know, pretty fulfilling <laughs> as far as, yes, the AAA first party hasn't, you know, been there quite to the extent that we would have liked this year. But overall, you, there's there's a lot of games that are very, very engaging and, and games that you will want to play or at least dive in, try even if you were on the fence as far as like, I know some people look at Penniman and it was like, ah, that's not the type of game I want to bother with. But, you know, looking at like games in that genre, like uh, Disco Elysium, where it got rave reviews as well, not, not necessarily the art style or the particular looking game that a lot of people want to dive into as well. And the same thing with Hades. It was a, a more colorful, you know, roguelike type game that people at first were like, eh, I don't know. And then they play it almost like with the same deal with Vampire Survivors. And it's like it, it you, you, you know, hours later, you're like, oh, man, I spent half the day playing this and I want to go ahead and do another run. It's 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 those types of things. But, you know, given the uh, I guess the investigation and story stuff that's uh, behind Penniman, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to trying this and. And I, I hope, I hope we get more of these passion projects from a lot more of the, you know, Xbox studios and Bethesda studios, um, you know, teams and things like that. Because it seems like when, when you allow the artists to create whatever they have envisioned in their head and you give them the tools and resources to do so, you know, something special can generate from it. And I think Penniman is going to be that game where, yeah, it may not be everybody's first choice for game of the year nominations, which by the way, I think uh Keeley's going to make their announcements later on today, which, you know, obviously God of War and Elden Ring are going to be there, but I'd like to see if Penniman makes the cut or if uh Plague's Tale makes the cut. And well, a few it's, other it's games. Actually, they're actually already up. So, 
Oh, they already started, or no? It's already they're already listed now. You can actually start voting yourself now. Oh, oh. <laughs> that dropped right when the right when the show started. Our show started. They they dropped all this. Yeah. So ah, so let's say let's just say a a plague tale is definitely uh, in the mix for a oh, lot of nice. things. So there you go. <laughs> Don't mean to throw you off. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. Uh, yeah, because I mean it, it's funny how we used to look at these types of games where you know a lot of games would never get considered. Like I'm. I'm Still a little sore that, you know, even though Forza Horizon 5 is a racing game, and I know that's a niche genre, but it's the type of game where it brought in a lot of people that aren't normally car enthusiasts or racing fans to play it for more than, you know, several hours. So when you get something that can, you know, cultivate 25 million gamers to decide, hey, let me just give this a try. And then hours later, they find out, oh, yeah, this is fun. It's like I get to build a car. I get to race against some of my friends. I get to run them off the road and stuff. I get to design my character that's going to be behind the wheel for, you know, this open world racing experience and stuff. So, you know, games like that, it's, it's great to see a lot more from getting put into the, you know, nomination type of uh, talk, but um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking for independent and um, man, uh, I think that and Somerville are the the next big two titles in game pass this week. And, (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna Good be week. awesome yep and it was boom like back or no, he's, he's still on mute but um was, man, did, did you play disco what's the name disco, disco elysium, elysium. I, have, I haven't played it yet because that was one of those things i was on the fence between that and i think it was death's door when that finally came over to xbox or something like that and i think death's door you know grabbed my attention because i had already enjoyed um uh, what do you call it? Hades. And I was like, oh, Death Store. And I found out Death Store isn't necessarily my bag. It's a little bit slower pace in comparison to Hades. But mm-hmm. Disco Elysium is still one of those games I, I hope to play at some point. But I want it to kind of come into Game Pass. I, it's not that I don't want to buy it, but I, I I have a feeling it's one of those I'll try, like it, and then buy it type of thing, as opposed to buy it like I did with Death's Door. <laughs> don't like it as much. And then it winds up coming to Game Pass a few months or a few weeks later type of thing. But uh, Disco Elysium, the investigation and, and, you know, story stuff, that that definitely catches my attention. And, you know, hopefully maybe Game Pass gets the deal here in the next uh, six months to a year or so. Well, listen, I'm back, gentlemen. I'm going to see if I can get us. Uh, something happened with the footage. Uh, I don't know if it was uh, what, what I did. I, it might have been the way I recorded. But listen, you're going you're gonna to check out some Titanfall. Unfortunately, I will... Uh, Get that back works. to recording some uh, some footage for Vampire Survivors. But listen, great stuff from everybody to open up. I, I, I think that we do have a lot to look forward to uh, for the remainder of the year. Also, we have some we have a lot to look forward to when it comes to uh, Game Pass uh, for next year. Next year is going to be ridiculous. Uh, but listen, let let's get into Sonic. Sonic Frontiers, folks, is a game that continues to smash records left and right um uh, you, you know if you look at the user score versus the actual review score uh now again i i can't speak on for reviewers i can only speak on for the six hours that i've played and i'm loving it for me right now it's hovering at an 8.5 and the more i play it the higher the score goes and that's coming from someone that is not i'm not a sonic an apologist if the sonic if the games with sonic sucks i will tell you uh, forthwith that the game isn't good 
Uh, but there is something to be had about there's something special about this particular game that jumps off the page for me personally. I think it's something that everyone should try. Now, people have been asking me, should I buy this boom? Should I go out and buy it? Well, that's entirely up to you. I, I'm certainly not going to be the one to say, hey, listen, you buy it and then you it sucks and you're like, oh, this wasn't my game. You told me to buy it. I'd say watch reviews, watch gameplay. Uh, I had some gameplay uh, of the first couple of, I think the first 90 minutes, I think it was. Uh, I'm recording more footage today of some of the later levels. Uh, but I did pull a story from VGC.com. It was written by Chris Scullion. And they go on to say, Sonic Frontiers has smashed the series records for concurrent Steam players. The game has nearly doubled the concurrent players' uh, a record set by Sonic Mania a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, this comes away of, according to SteamDB, uh, following the game's release last week, uh, the Steam version hit its peak, folks, at 19,181 concurrent players. Now, again, is that, uh, you know, a million players? Is that Call of Duty numbers? No, it's, it's not Call of Duty's numbers, but... I have the stats in front of me, thanks to VGC once again, and this is uh, this is the Sonic um, uh, concurrent players on Steam. Now, granted, this isn't console, uh, but everywhere that you go, everyone that you talk to is talking about this game. Um, and uh, this is this is the list. Sonic Frontiers tops the list at nineteen thousand one eighty one. Like I said moments ago, Sonic Mania was eleven thousand nine thirty seven. Sonic and All-Star Racing's Transformed was only 5,000 and almost 6,000. And then it really, it really drops off a cliff there. Sonic Origins, 2,600. Sonic Forces, 2,000. Sonic Generations, 1,600, almost 1,700. Team Sonic Racing, just under 1,100. And Sonic Lost World, 252 concurrent players. Not good for Steam. This, though. 19,181 uh, is something to be had. Uh, this is a game that I personally don't think you should miss. If you are a Sonic fan, I think you will appreciate what the team is doing with this. Um, and uh, like I said, I, I, I wait for a sale. Black Friday is a couple of weeks away. I'm sure this game is going to go on sale like many games before it. Um, but I think there is something to be said that the open world nature of this Sonic game, as opposed to some of the other ones that were very, uh, in its classic form of 2D with like some of the 3D background. I, I look. I said this to Everborn this morning. Um, what what's interesting, and what is very surprising, is that uh, when you look at the reviews, um, I think he brought, gave me the bro- breakdown. This is, and again, it's 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 not it's not a it's not a console war thing. It's 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 facts, folks. Um, there have been a total of I think he said fifty six reviews, uh, and there were four on Switch, none on Xbox, and everything else was PlayStation Five. Um, I don't understand why that is. I, I'm not suggesting. This is some sort of PlayStation bias. It's a multi-plat game, so what the hell do I care? Uh, I am here to say, though, it, it is it is weird that the better running console in the play in, in the Xbox Series X is not the one that's being reviewed on. It's it's and look, I, I can say this from uh, from from actual facts. 
every time I've been asked to review a game that's multi-plat, I am always asked what platform of choice do I want to review it on. And, of course, I will pick Xbox over PlayStation 10 out of 10 times because that's where I like to play. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that has anything to do with the with, with the actual review of the game. I can say that go look at the user scores. I think uh, Crazy Lou, you said it was like eight point six, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's and it's growing. Uh, it, it, it's growing every day. Uh, I am I am thrilled that Sonic is getting his flowers. Uh, I'm happy that Sonic Team and Sega are going to see uh, some crazy sales with this. I still I'm going to die on this hill. Uh, folks, and again, this is not console war rhetoric. This is straight up as a fan of gaming. I still believe, and like I said, the knees are on the on the docket to be lost to Chaosante, who's probably <laughs> listening. That I still think Sonic Frontiers is going to double up God of War. I think honestly that is going to happen because of how popular Sonic is right now. Like right now, he had it open up the year with a big movie. The Netflix series launches in a couple of weeks, which looks awesome. And this game, anywhere you go, like you ever go shopping, go to Target, Walmart, go to your local mall, there's Sonic everywhere. Like that is the dude. He is the guy, and especially with kids. And, and I think that he's going to sell, Sonic Frontier is going to sell best on Switch. And that wouldn't be a surprise at all. But listen, uh, Crazy Lou, let's get your opinion on this. Are you surprised? By the success, uh, I mean, again, it didn't review. It, it, it's sitting like a seven and some change, which you know some people are like. Oh, that's that's average for Sonic. This is not an average Sonic game. This is a game that I kind of wonder uh, if it because it released literally the same day of God of War. Did anyone really pay attention to it? I, I, I again, I'm not going to challenge anyone's review. My review right now is an A5, but I haven't finished the game. I'm only I'm only six plus hours into it. I'm enjoying it. Um, what are your thoughts on this? On, on seeing the success from the gamers who actually are the voice of the people? Man, I mean, I'm super happy that they are giving out the reviews and they're giving out better reviews than the reviewers did because I really I asked myself, what did these guys review? They gave it like pretty low reviews, like a seven. Close, I think it was the highest was an eight. I think it was. And now you see all the users coming out there and be like, no, um, this game deserves an 8.4, 8.6, which is actually pretty good. Because, I mean, this Sonic game is actually a lot different than the old ones. And I'm really happy that they actually did change the, the way it plays, did change the way it, it, he moves, the way he does everything. The fighting is new. I mean, he's using, he's using kicks and punches, right? So... It's pretty amazing that they actually took a new step on this game and that the actual users are actually loving this game and actually giving it amazing reviews, you know? So I asked myself, what did these reviewers did? I mean, what, what, where did they play it? Why are they giving it such a low review when it's such a great game? And not only that, also, I'm surprised on how this is is because, I mean, seriously, Sonic is Sonic, and Sonic is a super popular character. I mean, he was the one who faced Mario back in the day. And he still is, to this day, one of the most popular characters out there, especially now in movies and stuff. And, of course, this game is going to, like you said, outsell God of War? Heck, yeah, it will. It's going to sell double or nothing. You'll see it. Probably triple, you know? So, yeah, pretty amazing how everybody... I, I mean, listen, Yeah, go for it. We're, we're going to see during Christmas yeah. time. I, like I said, I, I don't know if initial sales... Because, I mean, God of War is God of War, right? Like, I mean, there's, there's no denying 
uh, the fact that you're getting a sequel to 2018's Game of the Year, right? Uh, graphically, I mean, it's just, it's stunning how incredible that game looks. Um, and Sonic is, you know, like you said, it's Sonic is Sonic. Um, but I think that overall, uh, when you look at the Christmas lists of the kids, uh, they're not going to be asking for God of War. Now, some might, but I think Sonic is going to be the one that appeals to a wider brethren of gamers, uh, from kids all the way to old men like myself, right? Like, I'm 52. I'm usually the old man in the room, uh, and God of War appeals to me because I like those types of games. I like, that's, what I, that's what I have a PlayStation 5 for. Um, but I think Sonic... I mean, I, and I said this to Kayasante. Um, I think that you that, that he, his, this this bet was a bit of a disadvantage for him because mm-hmm. God of War is only on two consoles as opposed to uh, you know uh, Sonic being on six, right? You know Xbox One, Series X, Series S, Switch, PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five. I mean, it's, and, and Steam, so it's actually seven to be honest with you. Um, but listen, we'll see. Shine Fil- Film says. Uh, I think I, 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 I oh, oh he picked it up for this oh okay good for you Shine Films says he picked it up this weekend for forty bucks well good yeah. for you dude that is awesome I love I love to see it uh, I bought three copies for myself I'm not even gonna front I, I bought one for the Xbox one for the Switch and the other one for the Switch for my awesome nephew Tyler who mm-hmm. got it uh, mm-hmm. we actually got it three days early thanks to uh, you know I'm not gonna say what company sent it early mm-hmm. but I got it three days early and I. Had a chance to play it. Um, so boom, could Kayasante be saying you're padding your numbers? I'm just saying. He he could suggest <laughs> such a thing, but I, I actually asked him about that specifically. I said, you know, what are your thoughts? And he's like, I still am gonna take the bet. He's that confident. So I said, Well, if you if you're saying that I have a foolish man's bet, I'd have to I I, I have to say, you know what, no problem. But we, we will see in December who reigns supreme, and I think it's gonna be the blue bomber. Web Dave, let's get your opinion on this. Are we surprised? At how well Sonic is doing um, commercially, because it seems like it's 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 on uh, it's on par to break all records when it comes to sales. Mm-hmm. Gamers that are actually playing the game, not playing Twitter, are actually enjoying the game. I spoke with Everborn this morning, and you know he is a Sonic apologist, and he could not stop talking about this game. He put out uh, a, 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 the the because the, the, there's multiple islands. Right. And he beat the boss on Island One, which is massive. And, and, and that's the thing, folks. This this Sonic game, if you don't know, and if you haven't heard this show before, uh, me talk about this, there's a lot in this game. It has uh, Shadow of the Colossus, which was a, a very, very famous PlayStation game. Very, it has a very, very uh, you know, Shadow of the Colossus deal. Uh, obviously, it's an open-world Sonic, like Sonic Adventure. Um, but one of the th- one of the things that's very interesting is it has a very Death Stranding feel to it hmm. because there are places that you can't get to initially, and you do eventually get there because other places, other rails are opened as you proceed. Now, granted, it's not being generally, uh, it's not be, it's not being created by users; it's being procedurally generated by the game itself as you open up the game. But it does have a little bit of a Death Stranding kind of a feel to it. What are your thoughts, man? I think it looks awesome. And, you know, like you said, um, I mean, some early reviewers are, you know, kind of mixed. But I think, you know, for the most part, they're pretty positive. And, um, I mean, watching the footage you played the other day was amazing. Your review of it uh, was really cool. And, um, 
and I also uh, read the the post um, that uh, Everborn put up, and uh, and it's you know it, the game looks like it's a lot of fun, and that's what people want to do is have a lot of fun, and 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 being that it's available on so many different platforms, and right now this is kind of a a Sonic you know type you know positivity with the show the movies you know and they're already making a third movie and uh you know so those those things definitely um you know really um really piqued my interest i definitely want to play it uh i wish i'd seen where it was on sale for like 40 bucks i probably would have picked it up for that but uh but you know you never know uh black friday it could be some deals uh dropping here and there or my what you, what you, what you might find is like Target loves to do the uh, buy two get one free, oh, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, they yep. just had that sale, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Be on the lookout for that because some places <clears> are going to be offering that for the holidays buy two get one free. And if you're buying two games, uh, you know, and, and you can get a free one, listen, a free one still counts as a sale for Sonic. So, and, and oh, exactly. shout out to Jason Hackett in the chat. He says, Everyone go out, go out and buy Sonic Frontiers. We have to help boom. Uh, boom out. Uh, hashtag <laughs> save booms needs. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's good stuff, Jason. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, goodness. But um, now, have you played it yet, Web Dave? Or, or I have not or... played it yet. I've okay. just I've just seen it. Um, been doing a you know a few things. Um, you know, so unfortunately, not quite game related. But you know, I'm still still here, still playing games. I just um haven't been haven't been my focus the last few days. Okay. Um, but uh, but that doesn't mean you know I'm not going to be able to get back into it. In fact, I'm probably going to be playing some stuff tonight. Uh, but uh, but Sonic is definitely on the uh, with the the Christmas wish list. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm looking at a lot of people in the chat. Uh, Stuff Sean said it's definitely on the Christmas list. Uh, Dark Knight says Sonic will be under the tree this Xmas. Listen, folks, I, I I'm not a parent. I can admit that. But uh, you know. Uh, I, I have godchildren. I talk about Tyler all the time. I, I know what the kids want, and Sonic is going to be one of those games. Again, that taking nothing away from what Sony Santa Monica and that team did. It is an amazing accomplishment to see God of War look the way it does, and it and looks that good on the PlayStation 4. So, again, shout out to that team. But I, in regards to popularity, I think that Sonic in a popularity contest Beats out bad dad. I'm I'm just saying that's just just my opinion on it. But we 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 shall we shall see. Fuzzy Belvedere. Before mm-hmm. we get to the main punching uh, punching bag of, of the show, <laughs> and that of course is the uh, the EU Commission. Uh, we have a lot to get into, folks. Uh, we have uh, uh, 320 people here. Uh, I want to welcome in. We got some super chats. I'm going to get to momentarily. I want to get your opinion on Sonic. Um, mm-hmm. go, based on early reviews, like I said, it's reviewing. It's like a 7.5, 7.6. Uh, that's not a bad review, folks. That no. is not a bad review. That's actually quite a good review. I know some people are like, well, that's pretty good for Sonic. And I, and you know what? If that's how you want to take it, by all means, however you want to put it out there. Uh, I am really enjoying it. I cannot wait to get back to playing it. I cannot wait to see what the other uh, islands look like. Because I, I have um, gone radio dark on any footage. I won't watch anybody's footage because uh, that's why I only put out the first you know, hour because it's really just a lot of tutorials and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on, on on what people are saying and more importantly, what gamers are saying about Sonic Review smashing records? Well, I think the, the biggest thing is from a, a gaming media standpoint, I guess it's a more of a victim of timing. Yes. Uh, because there were yes. an, more anticipated games at the time. 
so a lot of the attention is going to be on your your God of War uh, type of stuff. And, and, you know, the Game Awards are right around the corner. So Sonic, unfortunately, is not going to get quite the same love as, let's say, a Mario game would get if it was released around this same time. But um, I think when it comes to, you know, beloved characters or beloved IPs, the, the gamers that are giving like the users uh, scores, the ones you see doing the gameplay and, and doing game reviews on like YouTube versus like your your big, you know, gaming media outlets like IGN and such are going to be, a, a I guess, a better barometer because you have that fan base of that character and have more than likely played a lot of the previous Sonic games and can use those as direct comparisons. I mean, you can look at the Steam numbers in comparison to previous titles and see how it's doing a, a good bit better in comparison to what it's done in the past. So for Sega, I would say this is definitely an improvement over their their previous releases, and I think they've they've taken to uh, listening to some of the criticisms. Although, uh, remember when they showed some early footage of it where people were like, "Oh, the world looks empty," and and it's good to see that a lot of that was just, I guess, like some of the earlier stages and, mm-hmm. and earlier builds of the game in comparison to what you find now and stuff. But uh, I I would say. It's one of those games I'm going to probably wind up picking up on sale. I, I'm I'm a Sega fan, die hard, but I've it's not that I've kind of gotten out of platformers, but there's only a, a few special few that I've I've really kind of you know taken to as of recently. And Psychonauts Two is probably the the big one that kind of got me back into it to some yeah, extent, and that's a good one, and Clank as well. But from what I've seen so far of Sonic. Now, I'm not as much of a fan of the open world stuff where it's like the grass and trees, but like the classic 3D versions of the boards where it's like the, you know, the orange and brown like ground and and the loops and things like that. That's the stuff I definitely want to dive into because that's the Sonic kind of I that I remember. But instead of it being side perspective, being a third person perspective, I I actually that's the main thing I want to kind of get into and see what they've they've uh, done with the series for that. But, uh, you know. I, I would advise anyone that's kind of on the fence, follow like your, your uh, I would say, favorite gaming reviewer or, or streamer or something along those lines to kind of get a feel for what you would think as opposed to just solely basing it around, you know, Metacritic scores and things, especially when it's, uh, you know, doing a good bit better performance wise. We can't really see what it's doing on consoles in comparison because that numbers, those numbers aren't public. But when you look at Steam, anytime Steam has kind of like this, this growth aspect in comparison to previous titles or, you know, one game's doing better than the other, then that usually gives you somewhat of an inkling that, hey, there's probably, you know, something to this as far as it being either more engaging or, or more fun just in general. But um, glad to see, you know, Sega and Sonic, you know, making a, a nice comeback. And, and I guess we'll see in, was it 2025 or 2026 what the, the Super game will entail. But uh, yes, this is a good yeah. start for Sega with, with uh, you know, bringing Sonic, Sonic back with Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, I, you know what? It's 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 great to see the Blue Bomber uh, g- get some success after the last couple of games didn't really hit. Uh, mm-hmm. This is uh, this is a different Sonic. Yes, it's Sonic. Yes, he runs fast. Yes, he does loop de loops. Yes, he collects coins. Uh, but there is so much more to this. And uh, uh, some people even mentioned made mention of it uh, for um, the combat being as as surprising as, as surprisingly good as it was. Mm-hmm. It is it is quite good. The combat quite sho- quite shockingly good. Um, but listen, um, I want to get 
to, of course, the big one, folks. Uh, this is the one that sent the is that that sent the internet ablaze, uh, and it just. I'm not worried that the deal is not going to go through. I'm not, I'm not concerned about that at all because obviously uh, the, the sticking point for the CMA and for the uh, EU commission has been Call of Duty. Call of Duty has already been uh, uh, dictated by as, as, as being, you know, a game that is going to be treated like Minecraft for uh, Microsoft. Minecraft is everywhere. My, you can play Minecraft on your phone on your refrigerator, potentially one day and probably on your oven as you're cooking. Um, and, uh, it, and it makes financial sense, right? It made a billion dollars in 10 days. Why would Microsoft take that away from PlayStation when their own gamers are going to make Microsoft rich? Steam is going to make Microsoft rich. Xbox and eventually the Nintendo Switch is going to make Microsoft oodles and oodles of money and their investors are going to be very happy with that. So to, to get a, 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 a consent decree signed that it stays on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation, who cares? Who cares? Um, but what, let, let's get into what I'm talking about. Now, there, I'm sure everyone in this chat, and we have almost 350 people here, uh, which uh, I just want to say thank you for... Uh, taking on to this show because again nothing on YouTube is guaranteed I've done other shows before that just didn't grab audiences and apparently this one has I have an amazing panel uh, that brings the people back because it's not certainly just me it's the it's the three it's the three uh, gentlemen gamers that are in front of you as well that are a big part of this show uh, that bring this every Monday uh, it was put out there by the EU Commission originally where they said hashtag merger control commission opens in-depth investigation into proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. And the story was available at uh, europa.eu slash com, right? Well, it was then brought to, uh, you know, again, this is where the fire started. Uh, Ricardo Cardoso is the representative that is on uh, that not only got uh, railroaded and roasted by gamers, uh, he got kind of embarrassed publicly by the EU commission, the people that he works for. Um, <clears throat> as you can see, if you have gone to his uh, his Twitter account, he has behind him the EU commission logo, which means obviously he is a representative. Of the EU. Well, according to his bio, folks, he says this at EU underscore growth, deputy head of unit in, uh, uh, institutional uh, and outreach views uh, uh, that, are, that are his retweet endorsement industry, competition, sports, gaming, love pop culture. What could go wrong? Well, I could tell you what went wrong, folks. It went all wrong for Mr. Ricardo because. He put out a tweet that, again, sent the interwebs on fire and uh, made this job a little easier for Microsoft's million-dollar lawyers because bias, the word bias, was put out there for everyone uh, to see. Now, uh, what he was doing was he was uh, commenting on the picture that the EU competition used. Now, this is what worries me 
about these these entities, the FTC, the EU Commission, the uh, CMA. Uh, they are now just starting to dip their toe into the pool to see whether or not they can jump in. And I'm talking about the pool of gaming. Um, and uh, I, I actually had something really uh, important to say to him. I asked a question is, where was the EU commission? Where was the CMA? Where was the FTC when Sony was running rampant, locking up studios, locking up exclusive content for years? They have held, in some markets, folks, over 70% of the market is theirs. Do you know that that in itself is what's considered the definition of monopoly, right? But no one said anything then. So it's shocking to me how the third place dude in Xbox and in Microsoft are being being met with this magnifying glass, looking at every I, every T to make sure everything is crossed because they want to give some competition back to Sony. Sony has been in first place, folks, for over two decades. Think about that for a second. That's a 20-plus year run of market share dominance. And that's to take nothing away from their games. Their consoles and their games are fantastic. I've owned every one of them and will continue to buy them. But this is what Ricardo Cardoso had to say that, again, got him in trouble with the public, but also got him in trouble, folks, with his own commission. He says this, and I quote, The commission is working to ensure that you will still be able to play Call of Duty on other consoles, including my PlayStation, in parentheses. These are also on our to-do list. Update stock pictures. These gamers have wired controllers, whereas Xbox and PlayStation have had wireless controllers since about 2006. And again, that's what worries me because their picture that they use is two people that are really angry that apparently are playing what looks to be like a Genesis or something. I I don't understand why they would use that picture. But you see, that's the statement that got him in trouble. Well, he had to um, add... uh, um, I'm going to read you his response uh, because um, what he had to say afterwards is this. And I'm going to get to you what the EU Commission had to say about Ricardo. He says this in his rebuttal. To clarify, I'm not involved in the assessment of the merger, and I don't even work in the department dealing with mergers. Holy shit, are you kidding me? As as is clear from my profile, my comments are personal and not a commission position uh, whose decision will be taken on the basis of facts and the law. So, So hold... Hold the phone for a second here, folks. Mr. Ricardo Cardoso has the blue check mark, the real one, not the BS one. He has a picture of himself with the EU Commission logo behind him, like it's a school picture. And he goes on to say that as a representative, The commission, which I assumed he worked for, is working to ensure 
that you will be able to play Call of Duty on other consoles in parentheses caps, including my PlayStation. That to me is inserting your opinion professionally into the conversation. And then his response was to clarify, I, I am not involved in the assessment of the merger. Like, pow, crazy talk. But I want to read what the European Commission had to say. And this is where you know he got in trouble. And this is where I have a real problem with bias. I understand PlayStation gamers are in first place. They have been in first place for two years, uh, for, for, two, uh, for two decades. I get it. I absolutely understand you don't want to know what it looks like to be in third place and be the, 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 the butt of anyone's jokes. You're the dominant one, right? You have the AAA bangers, the over-the-shoulder story-driven games. You have to be in first place. You're the upper echelon. I get all of that. But that's that, that reality is going to come to a close at some point, and it's going to start in 2023 when Microsoft throws down the gauntlet. But this is what the EU Commission had to say, and this is, again, how you know he could have been suspended. He could have been, you know, fined. This is this is when you in. I'm a podcaster, folks, right? So if I interject my opinion, it's my personal opinion. And if you don't like it, you can unsub. You can tell me to go after myself in 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 the in the, the YouTube comments, and it's all good. It's my opinion versus your opinion, and we're all allowed to have opinions. When you have, when you work for an entity. And you are representing that entity the way he is. You can't just shoot from the hip. And that's exactly what he did. But this is what the EU Commission had to say about Mr. Cardoso. He says this, or that well, or the press release says this. Mr. Cardoso works in the director general of the international uh, the internal market and not in the doctorate general for competition. Mr. Cardoso is not involved in the assessment of the transaction. Furthermore, as indicated clearly in his tweet profile, he tweets in a personal capacity. On Saturday, uh, Cardoso, uh, and, and again, that, that's their response, but according to the article that I have in front of me, and this was written by, um, let me see, jo Jordan Milder uh, uh, of VGC, he goes on to say on Saturday, Cardoso tweeted the following. To clarify, and I'll read it again uh, from the story, I'm not involved in the assessment of the merger and don't even work in the department dealing with mergers. I mean, folks, I, I, you, 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 I'm, just, I'm sure there's going to be a couple of people in the chat that be like, ah, boom, you're blowing this out of proportion. Uh, I don't think so. This is a $70 billion deal. This is the biggest deal in tech history. I don't understand how council war rhetoric from paraprofessionals representing the FTC, the CMA, and of course the EU Commission, how they're allowed to put this out there. It, it is shocking to me that this even happens. And, I, and you know, again, shout out to Living Split Screen, um, uh, specifically, uh, you know, Pong Sol. He, he said it, and I agree with him, that, this, 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 they're being treated by some people as rock stars, uh, and they're and they're using this time to put out statements so they can shine. That's embarrassing. Don't do that. I, I, I would. I'm embarrassed for some of these folks. But I, I want to go first to Fuzzy on this. Fuzzy, you <laughs> answered this immediately, and you, 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 I want you to read verbatim of what you had to say, and I want to get your opinion on this. 
when you see the EU Commission using pictures that look like they were from 1986 as, mm-hmm. as, as their statement for this merger, do you have concerns that they are out of touch? I, it, uh, well, the stock picture stuff, yeah, because this is something where they should have, I guess, looked at the pictures prior to uploading, but it, not everybody is going to be in the know as far as the gaming business to know how old that picture may be and it's not representative of current consoles. So I, I kind of get that aspect of it. But the thing that that uh, boggled me, and it was one of those deals where you had to take a second look to make sure, hey, this guy's got the check symbol and he didn't just pay for it. It's like looking at his previous posts, he actually does work at, at the building, but just maybe not on the committee that makes the decision. But he's using, I guess, his his... Uh, photo ID picture is his main picture, and then the background has the commission logo and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, so this guy is all about his, you know, job and its authority and 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 whatnot. And once verifying that he's actually an employee, just maybe not in that particular department, I was like, okay, well, considering you're worried about your PlayStation. And you make that in your post because he's like in brackets, including my PlayStation. Um, I decided, you know, just like what you see on Twitter, usually with uh, PlayStation trolls, they usually have that that blue knitted cap. So I, you know, took my my little little bit of skill of Photoshop and <laughs> decided to put a blue cap on them because, I mean, I, being former military and being in a, a commercial um you know, online commercial based business as my, my two careers in life, you you have to know sometimes where your personal opinion and your, your online presence should definitely be separate and, and you should, you know, put some distance between your employer and your opinions just because it could sometimes come back to bite you and either get you suspended or, you know, as much fired. And considering his uh, quick rebuttal as far as to, to be clear uh, statement, I'm pretty sure he got a phone call at, at uh, you know, off hours, probably on the weekend, since it was a weekend post, um, telling them, hey, um, I, I don't want to use bad language, but, you know, knucklehead, you know, take that post down or or, or clarify that you're not, you know, as you kind of portrayed yourself being part of this commission. Now, he didn't say him specifically in his post, but he has it listed as like a hour to do list and, you know, the commission and he's got the commission pictures in, in his you know profile. So all of that being said, I, I just basically quoted exactly what he was saying, where the commission is working to ensure that you will still be able to play Call of Duty on other consoles, including my PlayStation, because that, I mean, it, it, professionally, it would have been just fine to, you know, end the statement on other consoles and be done with it. But the include the including my PlayStation shows how he's, I wouldn't say necessarily biased, but what is on the forefront of his mind. So with that being said. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I figured have his name at the end. You know, I, I referenced him or or, you know tagged them in that post and then i put you know hashtag playstation hashtag ps fanboys unite and then hashtag we got you jim with a 
<laughs> you know, a, a controller, uh, sunglass face and, and thumbs up because, you know, it's almost like, uh, yeah, we're, we're we believe in Jim or we're backing uh, Jim Ryan kind of thing, because that's how it came across to me. Um, and I know a lot of other people had more poignant uh, responses as far as like, hey, where were you when, you know, they bought, you know, uh, or or released Spider-Man? How come that's not elsewhere or what they've done with, you know, Final Fantasy and stuff? But um yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he got all the smoke from his higher ups that, uh, yeah, you better clarify something before our lawyers take us to task or MS or Microsoft's lawyers take us to task. And, you know, you might th- this statement of his may have technically guaranteed that if they were to block or try to ask for concessions, that there will be a, an appeal process to it because of this type of statement, which may have you know lost whatever hope he had for, you know, getting some sort of uh, consent decree or or guarantee from Microsoft that it will remain on PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, listen, at at the end of the day, um, it's it is again, it's shocking that someone that, you know, that represents the EU commission and again, I, I think you're right. I, I think that if he would have right. simply just put exactly what you said and stopped at where just we're, we're going to here at the commission, we're going to make sure that you can play you know, a Call of Duty on other uh, other uh, platforms. If he would have just ended it there, I don't think we have much to talk about other than someone that's representing the brand get out there and 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 talk about it. that. That would have been perfectly fine. Uh, but I want to read you my my response to him. And of course, when I when I do tweets, uh, I do it with uh, for respect for anyone that's going to read it, and also for the person I am going I'm, I'm tweeting directly at because I, I I don't deal in savagery. I don't think cursing and, and acting a fool is going to get my point across because it's a it's going to get me blocked, which is fine if you want to block me. But I, I'm I'm just not that kind of a person. I, I I try to make sense of the conversation because I I enjoy having these conversations. So, um, my 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 response uh, to several actually people in the chat that were like uh, that were applauding this. Oh, good uh, EO Commission! They're standing up for the PlayStation gamers. So this was my response, folks, to some of those some of those gamers. And I say this. Oh, you mean like how the uh, the CMA. Uh, the EU Commission and the FTC have been looking out for Xbox gamers for the past two decades, while allowing PlayStation to dominate the marketplace. And in some areas, they hold a 70 plus percent market share. And I think that is very well written. Not and I'm patting myself on the ass or anything. I'm saying that that is how I would expect you would expect me to to write, uh, because, like I said, I want to have a conversation at this. Uh, I want to talk about it. I want to do it in a way that makes sense. Uh, that isn't just, uh, you know, uh, console war rhetoric, uh, which is something we don't do here on this channel. Uh, let, let, let's bring in Crazy Lou Gaming here. Crazy Lou, uh, you had a lot to say in our private DM. Uh, I'm interested to get your opinion on this. Uh, this obviously happened over the weekend. It sent the interwebs on fire. Uh, people are still talking about it. Um, and there were some blue check marks that did get involved in this. Uh, Ryan McCaffrey. Right now, he's he's you know he has an Xbox show on IGN. I used to really enjoy a lot of the stuff that Ryan did. In fact, I used to, I actually talked to him in a DM, and you know, you know, a couple of years you know later, he 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 just he just wasn't doing the right thing by Xbox gamers. 
and I fell off of being a fan. But he did actually respond uh, about this, and I'm going to paraphrase because I obviously I can't see his tweets, which is fine because he has me blocked, and that's okay. That's perfectly okay. Um, he uh, he he said something to the effect that uh, he uh, that that he doesn't understand how Xbox can make it any clearer when the head of Microsoft Gaming has said publicly multiple times that Call of Duty is going to be treated like Minecraft. And he's right. And Tom Warren actually responded. Uh, and and uh, like I said in the beginning, uh, be on the lookout for something to be put out there regarding Call of Duty, because that, that, that's Tom's words. He actually said that there's something going to be coming that clarifies Call of Duty and other consoles. Uh, and he said, look, it could happen this week, could happen next week. I, I don't know. Um, but what 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 are your thoughts on this when you see because like the FTC, right? They have been quiet. They said their piece about the about the workers, and then the unions backed Microsoft, and after that they 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 retreated. They haven't said anything since. Though the EU Commission and the CMA have been very vocal, and they've been letting a lot of their employees run wild on on social media. Like I don't know who does the social media account for the CMA. But they seem like a teenager. They got to be at twenty. They got to be in their 19, 18 years old, maybe 20, 22 years old, because the way that they write is of a child, not 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 a person representing an entity like the CMA. What what are your thoughts on uh, Ricardo having to say this and then having the backpedal? He, you know, the, I mean, do you like do you believe what uh, Fuzzy had to say about him getting backlash from the from the from the EU Commission? Yeah, I mean, I want to tell you something. What Ricardo said was totally offline. I mean, literally, all of us, when we talk about this whole Activision Blizz deal, we sit down and we think about it and we say, hey, these guys are on PlayStation side. And just by him talking and saying what he said, he literally just proved that they are on PlayStation side. And they're rooting for PlayStation because this is a question I wanted to ask after Fuzzy finished his answer. And this is something that I, that I was like, man, this is actually a good question. Where were they? When they bought Bungie and they came out saying it's going to be everywhere and nobody questioned them if it's true or not. Nobody lifted an eyebrow. That is no, correct. And, and how about this? How about this to your comment, your commentary? How yeah. quick did a $3.6 billion deal go through? Yes. Crazy. That's insane. I mean, nobody questioned them. Nobody said, hey, if it's true, you got to show us. You got to put it on document. You got to do all this. And why are you, are you guys putting Microsoft through this? That's insane. Oh, because they're spending seventy billion. That's why. But hey, these guys bought one of the biggest games out there because Destiny is actually a big game, and nobody questioned them. Nobody said, "Hey, you need to document this. You need to do this. You need to do that." No, nothing. They just said out of their mouths, "Oh, it's gonna be everywhere." That's it. And nobody said nothing. They're like, "Okay, cool. They said it. That's cool. Let's leave it like that." But Microsoft goes out and buys this big thing for seventy billion, and they're like, "Oh, let's 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 make them talk. Let's make them put this in document. They're gonna take Call of Duty away." Oh, but when you guys bought Bungie, nobody said anything. What the heck? You know, that's just wrong. I mean, seriously, it shows on how biased they, they're being with this deal. That's that's insane. And and really, when Ricardo came out and said this, I mean, I was recovering from from my week because I had a busy week last week, and reading that. I mean, I even sat, sang a song about it because that's insane how this guy just comes out of nowhere and defends his PlayStation console. Yeah, we're going to get Call of Duty, especially including my PlayStation. I mean, why are you saying this? And, it's and you know, another thing that I'm seeing, the EU Commission is the only ones that are out there talking about this. Well, in the U.S. side of things, 
they're just going through it. They have not said anything. They're just going through phase two, aren't they, right now? They're going through phase two, too. Yeah, well, yes. not- yeah the FTC is expected. We're going to talk about that yeah. tomorrow, specifically yeah. on the uh, the Xbox Factor podcast. Apparently, yeah. they're going to be giving their decision, the FTC, in yeah. December or January. Yeah, they're going to give the decision pretty soon. They're not out here talking about it, defending positions or anything. They're going through it right down the middle. And that's what you're supposed to do instead of, you know, over here in the EU, you guys are talking and keep on talking and keep on throwing stuff out there. Saying, like, for example, that comment, my PlayStation. Why would you say that, especially you're on the EU commission side? I mean, really, you're just giving them more proof that Microsoft and all the fans are seeing that you guys are protecting PlayStation more than anything. Not even all the other consoles, just PlayStation. That's all you're ranting for. That's what I see. Yeah, again, listen, folks, this is... When you look at the size of this deal, when you look at uh, the relevance... Uh, we a lot of us unfortunately have a laser focused eye to be Call of Duty, right? That's what most people. That's what most people are saying. Call of Duty. It's got to be called. It's all about Call of Duty. It's actually not. It's 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 a lot more than Call of Duty. And I and I think that when you look at and this is where I bring the human element into the conversation. Like people don't understand when I say that the human element. What does that mean? People make games, folks. So, surprise, real people make video games, right? Who would have thunk it? These people matter. Male, female, black, white, blue, purple, sexual orientation doesn't matter. Religion doesn't matter. They're people. They matter. People matter, right? Well, the people, the game developing community that works currently at Activision Blizzard, well, they haven't had a good run the last couple of years because they had a devil in charge allowing from everything from sexual misconduct to being passed over because you're a woman be, be run rampant in the company right no one no one said anything they didn't have they, they're fighting for a union microsoft says yeah sure we you want to do a union not a problem said, we're okay with that the first union in gaming history not voice actors game developers are going to have a union for the first time in the history of making games and that's because Microsoft wants to change the world in a better way, right? That's the human element aspect of the conversation. So it's much more. But I, I want to get Web Dave on this. What, what you've heard yep. what we said. What are your opinions? Well, I, I you know, I think the guy definitely. <clears throat> I guess he was. I don't know. Spoke his mind, I guess, and definitely should have thought a little more before he put that out there. Especially with the, you know, with his background and everything, and 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 then and then, clearly the comments he made. I mean, he he isn't in the position to do anything about it. So maybe he thought that's why he could say something. But then again, everybody looking at it is thinking he's in a position to do something about it. They had to go out there and clarify that he wasn't. And um, I, I I assume he's probably going to get a good stern talking to, for sure. But but it, but the whole thing is just it's just it's just another layer to this whole mess right now that that is the ABK deal, um, you know from from especially from the the fanboy argument it's just absolutely ridiculous and 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 if they do start piling on, you know, I guess um, uh, conditions uh, to the deal, it's just going to make them look bad because everybody will be able to point back to these type of situations that have come up 
saying, look, see, they're not playing fair, you know? And like you, you, you clearly, you called it out great boom, but, um, you know, it, it, it's like, is it not fair for, you know, for Microsoft to do this, but yet Sony can do the same type things yeah. over and over Good again, stuff. you know? And, and even if you, even if you were to say, you know, okay, so, so if, if Microsoft has to have call of duty, on a PlayStation going forward, then okay. Well, in that agreement, can we also say okay? Well, Sony, you have to have Spider Man on all Microsoft on all Xbox, you know, game consoles. I mean that that would be the same thing. It would be the same thing, uh, and uh, yeah, you know, again, crazy. it's what it, it's 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 you know, there's a conversation to be had about that. Uh, why Spider Man locked down uh, to uh, uh, to only PlayStation? Now, I would say. Well, it's it's because it's Insomniac. Right. Sony owns Insomniac. It's first party. Mm-hmm. Why would it be on anyone else? See that, and that that's the question. Yeah, yeah. But the, but then once Microsoft owns this, that's theirs. That's first party. It's their stuff. Why should they have to? I mean, obviously they're going to play fair. And no matter what we say, and, and the reasons we think, oh, they should take it off. They should they should not let um, you know Sony get the the advantage or you know being able to have on their console. Microsoft is. Being the better company, they are because in and if they're going to make continue to make acquisitions, they have to do this the right way. Because if they're if they are perceived as, you know, oh, as soon as we got it, we we you know we're not allowing it on PlayStation. Well, then the then the next time a deal comes up, that's going to be the thing everybody talks about, and will probably prevent anything else from happening. And we don't want that because we know they're going to try and hopefully acquire some kind of. Um, you know, Japanese studios or Japanese, you know, developers, which would be which would be great for the Xbox ecosystem. So I'm I'm thinking that they want to they want to play fair. They want to play by the ball. I think their big thing will be okay. We'll continue to have it on PlayStation, but they want it eventually after these contracts are up to get it into Game Pass because Game Pass is the key for Xbox's growing future. And and to get them to the three billion players, he wants to have an ecosystem. It's going to have to be Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass all the way. And uh, and with this whole, you know, mindset that um, you know, that, you know, of course, Sony doesn't want that because they they know clearly that's going to be a disadvantage to them, even if it's still going to be available on their systems for people for their, you know, their players and their gamers to buy. Eventually, people are going to catch on to, wait, this is a better deal. This is where I should be playing my games. So that's, that's, the, way I, that's the way I look at it. Is it, is it you know, this, this guy definitely overstepped his, his bounds. It was a stupid tweet. He, I'm sure he's regretting it uh, because of all the backlash that he got. But, um, but yet, you know, that kind of bias is out there. And more than just him, there's a lot of other, you know, people playing the games as it were that are, uh, you know, that kind of feel that same way. I agree. Uh, I apologize if you guys hear any noise in the background, of course, while I'm doing a show live, they are cutting the grass as, 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 as you would imagine. That's just the look <laughs> I have. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Hopefully you, you cannot. It's not bad. Don't worry about oh, it. Okay. Well, listen, let's, Let's let's get into the super chats. Um, I've just been quite a few of them. I want to thank everybody who's taken the time to uh, to, to super chat the channel. Uh, those 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 heavily 
are invested in giving back. We have a big uh, show coming up the third week in December. Uh, it is, uh, I've talked about it pretty much for our, almost the entire year because uh, it's, it's, it's important to let people know that we're giving away $1,000 uh, this, uh, this, uh, this uh, December. Uh, it's basically our fifth annual uh, Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. Uh, again, $1,000 is being given away in one show. Most we've ever done. 500 of that is being dedicated to channel members. If you're a channel member, you're going to get first shot at the first 500. But you know what? Uh, let me see if I can get this, this buzzing to stop. Let, let, I want to I want to go. I'll get to the Super Chats. I promise. Don't worry, everyone. I'm going to get everyone's Super Chat in here. I do want to talk about what just came across my desk. Dave. You talked about this earlier. The Game Awards. Yes, well, sir. The Game of the Year nominees have been announced, folks, and I want to get everyone's opinion. Some are shocking, and some are expected. Well, these are the two, four, six nominees for Game of the Year. We're going to talk about that for a hot second. A Plague's Tale Requiem by Asobo Studios. Elden Ring from Software Bandai Namco. God of War Ragnarok from Sony Santa Monica. Horizon Forbidden West by Guerrilla Games, Stray by Blue 12 Studios, Annapurna, and X, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 by Monolith Software and Nintendo. Those are the two that are shocking to me. Uh, the other ones, well, they all deserve to be there. I'm not saying that Stray's a great game. Stray is awesome. Awesome, awesome game. Uh, Dave, we'll go to you first on this. You brought this up before we even went live. Mm-hmm. These are your six nominees. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm I'm really happy that like a Plague's Tale is is in there because that game looks amazing, absolutely. And you know, I, every everything that's listed, I would have to agree that it is a, it it is a good game. Now, you know, Stray. Oh my gosh, that game is beautiful. But you know, I wouldn't have thought that it would have you know gone that far. And of course, looking down the whole list of everything that all the different nominations, and of course, you know you're going to go into that later on in the week. Uh, maybe at, maybe on Friday we're gonna gonna go probably pick out each category and go go in, in, into more depth on it. But uh, but man, it's I think it's great that um, you know that what did get nominated. Uh, is there anything missing? You know, maybe. But um, but uh, Elden Ring to me is still. Out of all the games I see there, that's looking really, really strong, you know, for me because you know because of all the huge sales and everything that it's, um, you know, it's brought people into a game type that they normally wouldn't because it made it more accessible. And uh, you enjoyed it yourself. You've played it a bunch through, like myself. And uh, so yeah, but you know, who knows what's gonna you know what's gonna get the final vote. But uh, I was pleased to see the list. It was, um, it was, it was a lot better than I thought it was. I don't necessarily, you know, you know, maybe there's one title that doesn't necessarily deserve to be on there. But that's just an opinion, and that's everybody's got them. And obviously, you can you can vote yourself. Everybody can vote to get them, you know, to get it narrowed down. So we shall see. I mean, you're onto something for sure. I think that it. it I, does something belong on a list or not? That that's that's really subjective. Uh, I like the list because it shows from indie all the way up to AAA bomb. I think there's something to be said there. Uh, there are no Microsoft games there because Microsoft, well, they didn't have a lot of first party 
Uh, it would have been nice to see Pentamin get in there. It would have been nice to see Vampire State, uh, Survivors get in there, to be honest with you, because I love Stray, but I like uh, Vampire Survivors more. You know, I mean, again, yeah, I, it's, I it's, think it's, actually the, that 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 game you mentioned actually did get nominated in a different category. I think it's the independent game. I'll have to. Oh, nice. I'm nice. trying to pull it up. So, so the I, Vampire I Survivors did the, get a nomination. Game. Because then if I have to pick between sent, uh, if I have to pick between Vampire Survivors and uh, Pentiment. I, well, I don't see Pentiment the thing yet. is, I don't know if I don't think yeah. that I don't know the Pentiment. Pentiment made it because Pentiment. Oh, was, okay. So was, that's, was, I, I, I hope that it's off. in its own category for maybe RPG because I don't want to have to bet against uh, Vampire Survivors. It's my it's my favorite game of the year. <laughs> it, it's just so addicting. Sorry that the footage took a big dump. I'm going to have to uh, re-record and put it up there for everyone to see exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, I will get to the I'll get to the super chats momentarily. I'll probably go to the end of the show. Wait for the stupid buzzing. But uh, Crazy Lou. What are your thoughts on the nominees, brother? Are you surprised by anything? Did anything jump off the page and surprise you? Surprised that Stray is on there. Why? Why is Stray on there? <laughs> surprised that you're in that. I did not understand, but okay, it's okay, cool. Stray's on there, but it's just really happy that the Plextail made it because really those guys deserve the best. I mean, that game is. There's, I mean, like I, I, every time I sit there and I just see that game i i'm speechless such a beautiful game and i'm happy that's on that list also elden ring man heck yeah i'm down for elden ring freaking awesome and what's the other games that are on there you got elden ring i know god of war of course is going to be on there you got straight what was the other one you what? got uh, 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 forbidden west yeah a plague's tale requiem uh elden ring god of war ragnarok um horizon uh forbidden west stray and um xenoblade chronicles Thank you for that, Dave. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Okay. Xenoblade Chronicles, yes, I heard it's a pretty fun game, and uh, people that have played it actually put hours into it, so yeah, well deserve to be on there, too. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, even though, like always, and I always say this, I always put that game in the wrong place at the wrong time, because <laughs> it always comes out when there's a big game there. I don't understand why. they should. Like I, I even said they should have moved it to the summer. It would have been a lot better for them, for sales and everything, but okay. But, um... I'll be honest with you. I'm just happy to hear that Plexel's on there. And that I hope it does win, actually. I hope it does win something big because that game just deserves to be on there. Really, it does. And again, Stray, mm, nah. And three PlayStation games? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm not surprised by it. I mean, PlayStation put out four AAA bombs this year. Now, granted, yeah. commercially... Some of them didn't sell as well. Obviously, Gran Turismo didn't. For Forbidden West didn't. Uh, but Last of Us, I'm actually blown away that Last of Us uh, remake isn't on there. Unbelievably shocked. Uh, mm -hmm. Does Horizon belong there? I'm going to be honest with you. Bugs and all, it does. The game is a visual masterpiece. Again, I have a soft spot for Aloy. I love the character. I love... Uh, the world, I, I just, I love Horizon uh, Forbidden West, but I don't love it as much as uh, Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn for me was perfect in every way, and I think what made it even more special is the fact that it came from Guerrilla Games, who's only known, folks, for a first-person per, first shooter in Killzone 
that really wasn't that great of a first person shooter. So I maybe it's my bias. I I, I don't know, but I, I I am not surprised. God of War. I mean, I think it belongs there. I haven't played it, folks. I I I know. Don't, don't boo me. I haven't played it yet because <laughs> I don't have enough hands and time. I'm 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 a mad addicted to two games, and they're small little crappy games that you would overlook and not even think twice. Marvel Snap has my soul. Like, oh my god, that game is ridiculous. I play it every night on the couch while I'm watching uh, some you know, shows with Mrs. Boom. Um, and of course, Vampire Survivors. I can't stop saying it. My God, such a such a great game. But I'm also playing Gotham Knights. I'm also playing uh, Sonic Frontiers. It's, it's, it's too many games, not enough, cra- and not enough Craig's to sit on the couch and play. That's the problem. I don't have enough. I don't have any clones of me. Um, hey, Boom. But, yes, sir. The um, the best um, debut indie game is where the nominations are going to be pretty tough because that is Vampire Survivors. Uh, Stray, Tunic, um, Tunic, yeah. Nurko, and Neon White. So that's, oh, that's the only I heard, one. No, has anyone played Neon White? I heard someone talk about that. I haven't played it. What What is it? I have to, I'm going to have to go check that out because that, that's getting a yeah. lot of buzz. I want to see what I am. Yeah, I'm starting to get some FOMO. It's, it's almost like a platformer that it, imagine a speed running platformer is about the best way to describe it. I saw a slow mo play it not too long ago. Looks like a lot of fun, but then if you miss a jump, it can be very frustrating to okay. get back on track. But outside of that, it, it's if you're into platformers, if you're into speed runs, things like that, yeah, Neon yeah, White sure. is, is up there. I, I'm definitely going to check it out. It's probably going to frustrate me, and I'm going to be like, nah, you know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, shout out to Thanos in the chat. What's going on, brother? Welcome. He says, don't forget about Gungrave and Evil West are next week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more good is coming. Do with myself. Oh, by the way, uh, shout out to uh, Xbox points. Uh, you know the uh, the reward points. I paid half of it uh, for with uh, Evil West. And wait, wait, wait. Thirty-five dollars in points. I was like, e- I, I don't know what I even did to get these points, but I did something. Evil West is next weekend, and and, and what? Else? Gungrave. Gungrave. Gungrave is oh, next week. Oh, man. Oh, my God. How am I going to find time? Well, we're definitely going to have a lot to talk about next week because I'm definitely <laughs> playing those games. How much of those games I'm going to play, I don't know, but I'm definitely going to record some footage. Um, Dave, let, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, you brought it to our attention. Uh, are you surprised? Are you, are you potentially disappointed that something of one of your favorite games isn't there? No. I, I, to be honest, I mean, I mean, it's it's a fair list. You know, I mean, you know, Microsoft didn't have really anything super big this year, you know, to come out. So, I mean, it makes sense. And, you know, Sony did. So, you know, Sony having three games in there. I mean, you know, I, Horizon Forbidden West had a lot of issues when it first came out. Mm-hmm. They did make some tweaks and some changes to it. Does that take away from it being game of the year? I don't know. I mean, I, I'll put it to you this way. I wouldn't have put it on my list, but I can see why it's that's there. fair. That, that's fair to say. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the only, I guess, um, saving grace coming up is that they do have a category called most anticipated game. And the, all those are extreme heavy hitters. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, It'd be tough to be able to pick that category. I can read it off to you if you want. Yeah, hey, sure. Go ahead. Talk, let's talk about it. Yeah. So it's uh, the most anticipated game is something everybody can vote on. The list is Final Fantasy 16, mm-hmm. 
Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. Resident one. Evil 4, mm-hmm. Starfield, mm-hmm. and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Jesus Christmas. Wow. I'm surprised Spider-Man 2 wasn't on there, but I guess it might not be that close. Yeah, yeah. I, I, have a, I have a strong suspicion that we, we're going to get that uh, that's going to be mm-hmm. delayed, but again, you, you never know. I mean, Insomniac Games—they just—they just—they just know their craft. So they said that they're confident that it'll be here for holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, holiday still is, oh. is in December, so may, they have all the way into the end of the year of next year. They have a year and uh, thirteen months of development time to get that that game ready, and uh, hopefully they do. Because I'm looking very much forward to that. That that that's that is an incredible list. But listen, let me catch up on these outstanding. And redonkulous super chats. Uh, I can't thank everybody enough for being so generous. Let me just load them up. I pre- Dave, I appreciate you putting them in there very much. Thank you. No worries. Starts with drawn TJ at the very top. Right? Yeah, uh, drawn TJ, generous friend of the program. He drops uh, uh, very early into the show a very generous two dollars super chat and says, "Hi guys, the game awards are going today." And yes, we did get a chance to talk about that. Dave actually mentioned that before he even went live. Uh, uh, we have Dragon Heart Yobi, good friend, generous friend of the program, and great member of this outstanding community, a representative that you should be following on the socials. He drops not one but two super chats. The first one of $10 says Sonic Frontiers is a spiritual successor to one of my favorite games, Sonic Adventure. Yes, it's a fantastic game. I'm about 20 hours in. The trailer didn't do enough justice. Justice, it's open world, uh, not just one stage. It's multiple. Yeah, it's, it has multiple islands. Uh, it, it's just so freaking good. Um, he drops an additional five dollars. Super chat and says to the to answer your question, boom. The critics who play who are paid to review Sonic uh, didn't play it all the way through. Uh, they de- uh, they dictate uh, the casuals, not us hardcore. Yeah, I, I agree. I absolutely. Uh, Hargeet Chani. Hargeet, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Um, he says the uh, the EC, which of course is the European Commission, sealed its fate with that tweet. They can try to distance themselves as much as they want. They now have uh, they, they, they now have to appear unbiased, and that's going to force their hand. They've lost their leverage. Oh, that's a strong statement. Uh, and uh, listen, we're going to be talking about uh, I'm writing an original topic for Friday uh, based on something that Pong Soul had to say. Uh, and I think people are really going to dig it. Um, but uh, thank you so much for the generosity, Hargeet. And of course, thank you for always being here. Gamer by choice drops a $5 super chat and says the tweet is like Xbox open case with a police. And a detective says, I will make sure to get the case dismissed because it implicates someone I like. Oh my God, that's so perfect. That's a <laughs> that's, that's a well written statement there, friend. Um, Raiden Blade drops a very generous five pound super chat and says Microsoft's lawyers got yeah uh, e, e, uh, the EUC uh, holy s Microsoft can use this to prove bias. We might we might have no choice but to approve the deal with no penalties. The EUC head. To uh, uh, head to Rick, be quiet. Yeah, I mean, it. Listen, whether he works for the department or not, he has a picture. His picture, his profile picture of him. It's like your license for one New York or wherever you live. It's in front of the logo for the state. He's a representative. You cannot. That's like me being a, an active police officer 
and then making a comment on an, a, a, a publicized case that I have nothing to do uh, have anything to do with. I worked in the Bronx. The case happened in Manhattan. And I make a comment. You know how much trouble? I'm going to get suspended. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to be suspended for that. Probably suspended for 30 days without pay. At least at the minimum. You can't say stuff like that. You, you, you know, you, you, you ha- you're representing the brand. You got to represent that brand proper. Uh, Highlander 001 dropped several super chats. The first one of five dollars says, hey, boom, check the guy's LinkedIn profile. He worked in the mergers and acquisitions department five months ago. You you know he still talks with them. Dude, mm-hmm. that is awesome info. I did not know that. Um, he drops a second one of $2 and says, Sony CEO thinking of settling off so selling off Sony Pictures. Yeah, that's 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 truth. Sony Pictures is losing a lot of money for them, and I hope that it does. Look, 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 look folks, fingers crossed, because that means Marvel gets mm-hmm. Spider-Man back. Spider-Man goes home. IP. And uh, you know what that means uh, for Sony and Spider-Man staying on Sony? There's no there's no leverage for Sony Pictures anymore at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, Spider-Man could be told, hey, Insomniac Games, the next Spider-Man, you're going to make it multi-plat the same way MLB told uh, Sony. If you want to keep the license, you're going to make it multi-plat. I'm just saying that could happen. It could happen. That's a story, that's a story for another time. <laughs> Crazy loose face. Look at that face. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love it. it. What are you saying? What are you saying? It's um, all sinking Brett, in. It's okay, buddy. Take yeah, a yeah, deep Brett breath. Bingham drops a very generous five dollars super chat. Says Sony out here acting like Palpatine in Episode Three when ah. Mace Windu needs to finish him. <laughs> oh, I love it. Samuel Jackson, watch out. Oh man, I hope he, I hope he comes back because all he did was lose a hand. We don't know if he really died. I, I'd love, to, I'd love to see Mace Windu come back. You know, with a, like, a robot hand. Everyone, everyone loses a hand in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's a thing, folks. <laughs> um, Raiden Blade drops an additional two pound super chat and says Sony wants yearly Call of Duty, Xbox wants every three years. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the issue. I, 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 I don't think because Warzone makes a boatload of money and Warzone 2 is launching next week, too. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, is it next week or is it this mm-hmm. week? Soon, yeah, very soon. Week. Yeah, it's next week on top of everything else. So, Warzone 2 is, is going to make money, even if there isn't an you know a, a yearly release. I think Microsoft wants to get away from that. Maybe two years, but then again, maybe in those in between years, like this, like next year, we're getting Call of Duty Modern Warfare Premium DLC. So they're going to continue the story, and it's probably going to be a beefy single player that we're going to have to buy the premium uh, package. If you didn't, buy, if you bought the game regularly, you're going to have to buy the DLC. That's what I think they're going to wind up doing for several of their Call of Duty uh, uh, franchises moving forward. Instead of you know having eight teams make eight studios make one game, it's it's a it's a waste of resources for sure. But folks, that's your ninety minutes. Thank you so much. I first of all, I want to apologize. Uh, I'm I'm very bothered. I'm not sure whether you can see it in my face. I get very upset when I put a lot of work into this channel and I get stuff like people cutting the grass. My footage wouldn't play. Today was a cluster F. I, that's just, it really was not one of my finest shows for sure. But we did pass 400 people here. And I want to thank everyone for be, taking the time to check out the Xbox Lunch Break special. It is a new show. It has garnered enough, um, you know, views according to the, uh, you know, the YouTube analytics uh, to keep this show going. So I wasn't sure in the beginning, of, as this, maybe this isn't going to be a, a show that hits. 
Well, thanks to you folks, uh, you know, with your likes and your subs and, and you're putting it out there on the socials. It has been has become uh, a Monday show that people are enjoying. So I will, of course, continue to do that with this incredible cast. And let's get to the outros. And we're going to start first with Web Dave, who has an outstanding one on one with Mr. Slomo Backslap, someone that I absolutely love. I consider him to be a brother. He is a really interesting, well-spoken and opinionated mm -hmm. uh, gamer. I do love everything about what he does uh, on his channel. Uh, and, uh, and you know, talk about it, brother. Talk, talk about that interview. Talk about where they can subscribe to your YouTube channel. And more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Thanks, Boom. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, um, Slomo Backslap, uh, that is available. Now the interview is up. Um, along with a lot of great others everybody on this panel has been interviewed plus tons and tons more and there's some uh, some really good ones coming in the future that's uh that's about all i can say at this point that um you know we sometimes you get lucky sometimes you get real lucky and um we're working on getting real lucky so but uh, but yeah it's 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 great man it's so so to me it's fascinating listening to all these people's you know story about how they get started in the industry and everything so that's what i like that's what i enjoy and um and i do thank you again for being my very first interview sir so uh, ah, it was, it was my absolute pleasure brother and i'm that glad awesome. uh that you, you, your channel has exploded on the scene you have in, thank folks, you if you're not following web day please by all means uh hashtag boomstick approved he does hey, three uh, some incredible interviews and he has interviewed some of our favorite podcast three bits in the chat too so there you go he was another yes. interview i did just a couple <laughs> weeks ago yeah, fantastic interview. Is, Three bits, uh, three bit. I know I'm going to make you blush, brother. That kid <laughs> is the complete package. He's Not amazing. only is he a good looking dude, but he <laughs> is a great community member, but he's smart as you could possibly imagine. The guy is going to go big places in this industry. I know I made you blush, brother, but I have to, I have to call a spade mm -hmm. a spade. And you are the complete package, let me tell you. Uh, let's get into Crazy Lou Gaming, Xbox International, not only here, 84 on the scene. Which are in your, your your mates are obviously in the chat. Thank you so much for being a part of this show each and every Monday. Talk about Xbox International, where they can check that out, and where they can check out the Crazy Lou potentially singing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's gotta happen real soon, man. I gotta get a webcam to install the shower. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> where can you find me, guys? This is you can find me on Twitter at Crazy Louis Gaming, where I say good mornings and bring out some cool stuff, dance and do some insane funny stuff. And also, you can find me here on Mondays at noon at the Xbox Lunch Break Special with you, awesome fellas. Man, a lot of fun with you guys hanging out. And also on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. at the Xbox International Podcast with my brother Sabro, Silent Cypher, and Mr. Plume talking about what's going on every week on the gaming news. Well, it's great to have you a part of the show. Love to see the growth of the channel. You guys do a great thing. A three-man panel over there. And I think it's a four-man panel. Didn't you just recently? Oh, no, yeah. Add, yeah who'd you, who did you add? The Big Plume, our oh, hashtag yeah. insider. Nice. nice, nice. And I've That's interviewed it. him too. He's really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. That's good stuff. Well, listen, great, great to have you a part of the show. Great to have Thanks, you man. a part of uh, the community. And, and you are funny. You are you, you make you make social media fun with some of your posts. So a big shout out to you, and of course, shout out to Xbox International Podcast. Uh, and, and last and no way least, the best racer of the group for sure. 
uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the best place for all of your information on news reviews and how to take opinions regarding the racing genre. And where can people reach out to you on social media? Oh, I just want to start off by saying it was awesome being on here with you guys and diving into these topics and everything. And man, oh, man. It's, it's just always awesome to talk about one of my favorite hobbies with you guys. But for any of those that want to hear my you know hot takes on anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also find me on FSP at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fun Speculations channel later on tonight. Uh, you can also find me here on Double Barrel Gaming on Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for Breakfast with Boom. Later that evening, we'll be on uh, Xbox Ultimate at uh, Fun Speculations Channel. At uh, I believe he's now moving that to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. And then with uh, PTK Blam's uh, podcast on Saturday at the Shop Podcast, we're on there at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time on uh, uh, PTK Blam Channel, and then right back here for the Xbox Lunch Break Special right at 12 p.m. You know Eastern Standard Time. Looking forward to it with you guys. Thank you so much. And real quick, Warzone 2.0, November 16th. Uh, thanks for that, Web Dave. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for your Xbox International podcast. Uh, I said Xbox International yes. podcast. Oh, you my did. God. Thank, thank you. Talk about these plugs, man. It's great. It's unbelievable. Thank you so much for being here for the new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. This has been... One of those shows I'm going to want to forget, <laughs> for Aww. sure. But listen, appreciate you being here. Uh, thank you for again for all the super chats. They obviously power the show when we need new equipment, when we need new programs, uh, and obviously it does power our giveaways. And of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day, it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me with kids, and he would say, "Craig, treat others how you want to be treated." And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you. You're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.